All right, everybody, welcome back to the Better on Paper podcast. This is the Tuesday after week 16, the day after Christmas, and we have a very special episode for you today. We have Tyler the Gambler with us, and it's really important because uh, everybody heard it went around uh, social media of the better who uh, five bucks turned into 490 grand on that parlay. Well, that was actually Tyler, and he's here to spread the wealth with us today. So everyone should pay attention. Merry Christmas, everyone. Good to be back. <laughs> Fuck the happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy, <laughs> happy Hanukkah. <laughs> All right. Well, we have uh, we had a fun week this week, um, except for me. Um, so we'll just uh, we'll, we'll get into it. I guess we can get into uh, Rams Saints from last week. Uh, forgot to mention we have Will here with us too. This, this is a game we were a little sad about because um, I just want Derek Carr off my TV. I'm really annoyed with him being there, and he he needs to just retire and sail off into the sunset and do something different with his life because I cannot stand watching him. Well, every there's week. 42 million reasons why he will be on your TV for the next two years. I unfortunately, I, I, it's so depressing. And every like I was, we were talking. I was like, every single time he gets on the field, I'm like, oh well, you know what? Like maybe I could rationalize something's going to happen here. No, mm. it sucks. He's captain checkdown. It's just, except for when he throws to Rashid Shahid on a post route, and that's it. That's his only play. Yeah, well, he's got a, a beautiful deep ball. He's always had a, a great. Um, 40 yard plus bomb, but the issue is he doesn't like throwing it. He likes the five yard check down far more. Um, and that was peak garbage time. I lost in a fantasy football matchup because Derek Carr had about nine points going into the fourth quarter and then three garbage time touchdowns plus two two point conversions. That will do a lot of damage real quick. Yeah, and then you have on the Rams side, the Rams are peaking at the right time. They're a team you don't want to play, and I'm really worried about that. Um, all things are pointing to the Rams playing the Lions in the first round of the playoffs, and Stafford's going to go back to Detroit, and I have a feeling that's going to be a very sad day for the city of Detroit. I don't know about that just yet. Um, what all I could focus on was they showed Sean McVay. I just kept thinking that that's a guy who's definitely been in a fight in the Applesby parking lot before. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could think about. Sean McVay is the two-time winner of the Angry Elf Award, and he's the leading candidate for number three. So. I, I, thought, I thought about, like, who challenges him to the fight in the Applebee's parking lot, and it is Nick Sirianni. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a hell of a second-round matchup. That very well could be a possibility here. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a, that's a good call. That's a good call. Um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot else on that game. I don't know. But uh, Rams are scary. Saints are effectively eliminated from the playoffs, barring some miracles. Parlay yeah. uh, well, no, they just they have to win out. Um, and they, they need some help, too. Bucks really? need to lose, right? Really? No, I think they can still beat the Bucks head-to-head in terms of divisional record. Yeah, but then it gets, no, they would tie in divisional record, and then it gets uh, the strength of victory, so it gets into, like, a weird <laughs> up and down. Yeah. So they need the Bucks to lose out, the Falcons to win one game, um, and then they need to win out effectively. Yeah, so, okay, they're written off for dead. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that was Will's pick to start the year was... Yeah, well, I said I had them in the Bucks as one and two, so I wasn't far from the tree. Yeah, Falcons I, at three, and Cam called me a hater. Yeah, I, I had the Panthers at two, so we can get into that. But <laughs> that was that much trust. And he liked Bryce. Frank Reich. He really, really liked Frank I Reich. I thought he was going to be the quarterback whisperer with Bryce Young. I didn't realize the offensive line was this bad. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, we, we can get into the Panthers. And when you're five foot five, it's so hard to see over anyone. Yeah, yeah, that's that's part of the issue. Um, speaking of a blowout, I guess we can get into the Saturday game. Saturday, I'm not, I love the NFL, I love football, but this is a lot of time slots to fill up, and it was just hard to keep track of. But 
Steelers, Bengals, Steelers with the asking of the century. This was the Mike Tomlin establishing Pittsburgh culture is still there. Uh, this he yeah he, we should have saw this coming. Yeah, this is one that I'm just I can't like Cam should have kept his pick. We bullied him into not picking Mason Rudolph, <laughs> and he should have kept it. Cam's not here to defend himself, but he should have stuck with the Steelers because this was the George Pickens revenge game of three catches for 195 yards and two touchdowns. That's great, unbelievable. Mike Tom will never go below 500. Uh, he's going below 500. He just needs one more win. No. <laughs> he's got two weeks to get one more they, win. They play the Ravens the last week of the season. If I'm the Ravens might have a locked up one seed by then. Oh, yeah, there's, there's <laughs> no he, way. He might back his way. Mike Tom, was it like yeah. nine, ten seasons now? He's, he's never had one. He's That's what I'm saying. But like, yeah. consecutive seasons uh, of not being below 500. I mean, it's probably more like 14 probably. When yeah, because he, he started two thousand. It was after the, the Seahawks Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so that's 2006, I want to say. 2005, 2006. Yeah, He's the greatest now. at keeping his job. He, yeah, yeah, survival of the fittest. <laughs> he will find a way to get those wins. Yeah. Rotating quarterback. I mean, he, he made Mason Rudolph look good, so that's like a big thing. Yeah, January 22nd, 2007 was when there they got. Oh, uh, shit. So it's been 16 years. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's an insane stat, and that was that, this was reviving my, my team motto for the Steelers for the year of death taxes and Mike Tomlin About not having a losing season. That's yep. just... It's unbelievable how he, somehow he does this every year. Um, and the, the Bengals, this was an unfortunate game for them. Um, some unfortunate turnovers. Obviously, Pickens just went out of his mind. Um, but T. Higgins had his kind of revival the last couple weeks, and they are still in this playoff mix. I'm not as confident in them making a run or anything, but if they back into a seven seed, they could give uh, some of these bad teams at the AFC a run for their money just because that defense isn't bad. When their defense is on, they're, uh, they're pretty The problem sad. is DJ Reader going out um, in the uh, Vikings game, um, ruptured mm-hmm. his quad. Um, they're not good up front with run defense. They're great at pass rushing. Um, they're going to have to get in a, a derby wherever they go if they make a wild card spot. But the big thing that came out of this game is now Buffalo is firmly in the driver's seat for a wild card spot. Um, rather than um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati wins that. It's downhill from there. They probably clinch up a wild card spot pretty quickly. No, I, I agree with you there. Um, I think this is I think this is going to be a really fun last few weeks for the AFC wild card spots because they're all still in it mathematically. But um, they're all bad. And they're all playing each other in a <laughs> mm-hmm. weird way. So it's just going to be really funky to see how that shakes out. NFC kind of something similar going on, but they're more kind of scattered with it. And it's more the Cowboys just end up playing everybody that They'd have to beat to get into the playoffs. So they're, they're in kind of a, a screwy situation. I'm still stunned the Dolphins haven't clinched the division yet. Uh, it's I unbelievable. Kn- I know that there it has to go perfectly for Buffalo, where the Dolphins lose two and that the Buffalo wins out. Um, but how have they not clinched the division? The yeah. Buffalo was looking like they were sub-500 for a huge chunk of the season. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll get into that game because that was a really fun game too at the end, but we can get to the Buffalo game because that was next. They kind of got lucky and squeaked out a win. Um, the the Bills are still a team I don't want to play, but this was uh, Gabe Davis's day, and that that's how it goes. The yeah. Chargers are kind of fighting without. They looked a lot better without Brandon Staley. Who I I should have asked this earlier, but who's their interim coach? Because it's not oh, it's some not Kelly Moore. No, it's a uh, his, yeah. name, his name's Gift something. Gift yeah, yeah. He's been I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. he's been there for three head coaches. So, so he's he's survived every a head corporate coach. man. Yeah. <laughs> he's the Jim Tom Sula of the group, where he's just like I, everyone just loves him being around. 
Um, so he I, was getting pumped up. Giff Smith, yeah, Giff Smith, I, yeah. I, I like this guy. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the interim head coach bump was definitely a real thing. If you have Giff Smith as your the Chargers are competent uh, this week compared to last week when they were getting smacked by the Raiders. So oh yeah, this guy just sleeps in the office and <laughs> stop watching film. Yeah, look at those eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't seen his actual better than the yeah. coach in his office in two years. Um, yeah, no, this is. Uh, this was interesting just to see Buffalo kind of struggle, but then they fought back and made it like this, the almost kind of a microcosm of their season where they kind of got dominated through it and then just came back and clinched something at the end. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Even if they lose one of these games, they still should be fine. Yeah. They should make it unless a bunch of other weird things happen, but they are in a really good spot to at least get the seven seed. And they also might be able to play the fun game of finding what seed that they want in the wild card if they don't get the division at this point. Um, where they might want to be a bit lower or a bit higher to match up is we have likely um, either the Jags or the Texans are going to win the AFC South, and that's a, a pretty good opening buy yeah. uh, or opening bid. Um, and then you also probably want to avoid the Chiefs if they sli- slide down to that three spot. Um, so you really want to kind of get in that five or six spot. Yeah, well, and then it depends on... Or you, five or seven spot. Well, it depends. Like, if they beat the Dolphins and somehow Dolphins choke the division away and the yeah. Bills end up taking that, they probably rematch again in the first round just based on how that seeding works yeah. out. Um, obviously, Ravens looked awesome, and they're probably going to be the one seed bar and something crazy happening. But, I mean, the, it, the Dolphins have to play the Bills and the Ravens. Like, that, those are two very good teams that they're going to have to play. The Ravens... Did the beat, Ravens clinch the division? No, they, they clinched a playoff spot, right? They clinched a playoff spot. If they I, if they win against the Dolphins this Then week, they clinch it. They clinch right. the one seed, and they're the one seed no matter yeah. what. So that creates a They also win the play. division if they lose this game, but the Browns also lose. They're in yes. that position, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's just a weird spot where the Ravens are probably going to go all out. Obviously, they said this game uh, last night that we don't have to talk about but um, <laughs> I insist then you have the Do- Dolphins in a weird situation too um, they need to win one of these two games against two really good teams and they're coming off an emotional win we'll get into that in a second but um, the wild card picture gets really interesting because we had a huge upset in my opinion I think it was a huge upset Taylor Heineke had a very good game Bijan Robinson had a really good game too this game could have been worse it was 29-10 Falcons over the Colts um, kind of abnormal Colts game, and uh, Bijan had a touchdown that he just didn't get his foot down in, um, that didn't get called. So like, that, this game could have even been worse from that end, too. It's Gardner Minshew in a nutshell. He has a brilliant game against the Steelers and then a very, very poor game against the Falcons. Um, he needs the play action to be going to be a good quarterback, and Taylor Stallone was 18 carries for 48 yards. So there was no threat of run at all. And then at that point, you're downhill. Um, Arthur Smith's a great coach at pythoning you to death, where once he gets a lead, he just squeezes the life from you. Mm-hmm. And that's what that, that Falcons offense can do. I mean, they had three different running backs over 50 yards, uh, over 40 yards rushing. So it's just death by a million cuts. Well, all I know is uh, Cam's Falcons. Um, Finally got a win for the big guy. He, huh? he was wrong again with the Falcons. <laughs> I think this is the Congrats, Cam. Uh, yeah, Cam's not here to defend himself this week, so we got his picks ready to go. But, yeah, he uh, definitely – we went through his record of the Falcons last week, and it's just pretty abysmal, so that was pretty fun. Um, next game, not anything super exciting. The Seahawks squeaked out a win. Um, Tractor Cito season is officially upon us, although the Titans are over. Um, but Derrick Henry's had a great second half of the year. It's been fun. I think it's their last home game. I'm, I, I'm not positive on that, but they said – 
um, on the broadcast that might be Derrick Henry's last home touchdown run um, because he's a free agent next year. So um, the the crowd was chanting for uh, him to get the ball. They play the Jags week eighteen, but at home at the Texans and then home against the. Jags. Okay, so they have one more. Okay, yeah, yeah. he just may not get a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they could say that. They could have said that week one of the season. It could be his last. Uh, uh, another big win for Cam as well with this game. DK Metcalf showing that he's a, an elite <laughs> wide receiver yet again. Yeah. So Cam, you know, when Cam listens back to this, he'll be able to agree. He has some takes every once in a while that you're just like, "What did you just say?" And I have to say. I don't know what's a worse take, his whole Falcons situation or him saying DK Metcalf isn't a good receiver. I, I just we can revisit that. We all we all day, have but. bad takes, but the DK Metcalf one, when he said it after he basically won the Eagle game by himself, <laughs> was just poor timing. Yeah, and I want and he was complaining about the Chiefs receivers. But like I will say, like, I don't know, my take of the Panthers being second in the NFC South that might be a worse take, but it's close call. My, no, I, I followed up to buy bad takes. My, like, my, my two, the Browns and the Dolphins are good just to spite me. And I said they were not good teams, and yeah. they're very, very good teams. That's bad, but what Cam did with DK Metcalf is like me saying that the Dolphins are not a good team after they dropped 70 on the Broncos. Yeah. yeah. Like abundantly obvious that they are a really good football team. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about timing for, from that standpoint. Um, next game was interesting, kind of got close towards the end. Lions, Vikings, um, Lions are playing a lot better than they had, but Justin Jefferson was officially back. Nick Mullins. This was the Nick Mullen game to end Nick Mullen games. Well, 411 <laughs> yards. Like, this is what Nick Mullins does. Is he had two picks, but threw for 411 <laughs> yards and just kept them around. The Safeway select version of Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, it's just, well, that's, I mean, Southern Miss, the whole nine yeah. yards. He wanted to be. Brett Favre. I didn't know we were throwing out Brett Favre in here. That's he he looked up to Brett Favre deeply. Yeah, that's like that's you why, can see yeah, it in uh-huh. his game in terms of the untimely turnovers. That's he just why he have picked, the talent. Well, that's Favre. why when he was with the Niners, he had number four. Yeah. Because that was after Brett Favre, and that was he broke all Favre's records down there, and that was his thing. Is he wanted to be that, and he's he's not quite as talented. So yeah, that gunslinger mentality only works when you actually you have the arm strength to back it up. <laughs> Throw for more than four touchdowns. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's just yeah. <laughs> when you just don't get hurt for long stretches at a time. But I still don't think the Lions are. They're a good team. Also, they're gonna make the playoffs, but they're they're yeah. gonna choke. That this was game. the first That's division title. Oh yeah. Well, this is the first division title. It was like ninety three. I think they, they have. Said. They yeah, haven't had a division. They haven't hosted a divisional playoff game since Fort Field opened. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, yes, it's basically <laughs> basically. Since Think about Sanders. that since Ford Field opened. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, insane. It's not one of the older stadiums in the NFL. Dan Campbell's done a great job, kind of rallying that team to get there. Um, they still have a chance at the one seed too, because um, if they if have they, to win out, if they win out and the Niners lose one of the next two games. The Lions are in the driver's they'll seat. They'll get it. They'll bump over with, the Eagles. With, with the Eagles. It, it, it'll be a strength of victory tiebreaker, so it'll get funky, mm. I think. Um, I, I can look that up right now. But they're definitely still in the mix for the one seed, which, I mean, whether what that would, no one expected that um, coming into the season. I, yeah. I expected the Lions to be good. TC3 had his take that the Lions would win a playoff game um, and maybe get to the NFC Championship game. Um, that was this kind of hot take when we did our hot takes to start the year. And there's a kind of a backwards chance that happens. Let's see. Well, the Lions and the Eagles are both at three conference losses. Right now, their strength of victory is within four one-hundredths of each other. So it just depends on 
if the Lions beat the Cowboys, that strength of victory pops up a ton. I don't, and I don't like that. I don't it, like the strength it, of victory. It gets into Let like the boys weird, play. <laughs> Let the boys play. It gets into a weird one. Um, obviously, if any of them drop games, there's still a possibility where if the Lions, Eagles, and Niners all lose a game and the Cowboys are in this, it could be a four-way tie. I wouldn't, top I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles lose um, to at the New York. I was no, I'm thinking yeah, the Cardinals the, have a back chance of beating them too. Oh no, Kyler Murray's no, no, he's not for me. <laughs> um, but there's their their defense isn't isn't playing well, so that's part of it. But um, yeah, there's some weird weird stuff going on. Um, nothing is really solidified yet, and it won't really be after this week too. Um, so that's just kind of a weird spot to to be in uh, for all of these seedings. The only thing that really sh- might get locked up, maybe not should, but might get locked up as the Ravens at the one seed for the AFC. Other than that, pretty much every seed is mm-hmm. willing to get moved around. And I guess whoever wins the NFC South getting the four seed um, that, for the NFC. Those are the only two things that are kind of locked in. Yeah, no, there's there's no way. If the Bucks win this weekend, they're locked into the four seed. Yeah, but the, there's no way that they can advance to the three seed, even if the, no, the, the, the Lions lose out. No, because they have too many. Yeah, because it, it, the Lions would have six losses, and they would have already six losses. Yeah. And the margin of victory, or whatever you want to yeah. strength of victory. <laughs> yeah, so... It, whatever fancy technical term the yeah. Warriors well, came the, up with. Well, the, they already have seven, and the Lions would have six, so they yeah. would already be ahead, so it doesn't matter. That's how math works. Yep, yep. So it's, it's just a, a weird spot to be in. Uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, good for the Lions. Uh, next game was just the, the Tank Bowl, Jets, Commanders... Both teams not really wanting to win, but Brees Hall just having a day and a half. It would have been funny if the Commanders won. Oh, I, I all those New York people going back to Christmas, yeah. Christmas dinner. Oh my God, that would have been terrific. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was kind of a fun game. They were they were cheering, they were laughing up twenty eight nothing. Imagine that blowout and then just driving home, getting caught in traffic. And we're talking <laughs> we're talking about this beforehand too. And Sorry, Jay. <laughs> you brought up uh, the. Uh, Sam Howell's stat line. It yeah. Was like six of 22. With two interceptions. That's that's not a good day. Um, that's a case, tough day. In case you're wondering, for those keeping score at home, not, not a good day. Um, this is a... Uh, well, this game is irrelevant to everything else. We don't really spend more time on it. But uh, uh, yeah. Bleacher Report categorized Sam Howell's passing um, rating as a, if I'm not mistaken, a, a, a death skull right there. Whereas <laughs> Jacoby Brissett was a fire flame emoji. Okay. Well, that's, that's the important hard-hitting journalism that we're... Uh, Trevor Simeon... We're quoting that now. <laughs> <laughs> we that desperate for uh, listeners in yeah. this podcast? <laughs> Trevor Simeon had a grimace face. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what are we doing? Um, yeah, well, that was, a, that was a game that was there. Um, we'll go to another game that was also a game that probably won't have any impact on anything. I took the or for that game, by the way. It was great. It was, <laughs> it was, my dad was like, why would you take the or for that game? And I was like... Because I think the Jets will put up four touchdowns and Sam Howell will do something and he didn't do anything, but Jacoby Brissett did. So. <laughs> Sam Howell either gave, way the over hit, baby. Like Sam, <laughs> Sam Howell gave the Jets some touchdowns, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so he did so do something. Way. Yeah, this is not what you expect. <laughs> that was the most confident thing I've bet all day, and that's really the only one to hit. But it's fine. That's awesome. Um, next game was Packers Panthers. Uh, this game was really a Panther a Packer win out and out, but like the Panthers just kind of made it close at the end uh, when the game was out of hand. It's almost like they should play. They have nothing to lose the whole time because they're two and thirteen. You almost yeah. think that they would just do that all the time. But took them. No, until Jordan Love continues to look good. I mean, he, I you know statistically, if he wins what one more game, I think he has a better record for his first full season than Far Van Rogers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not too upset with how they're playing, especially with how many injuries on defense they've had this season. Aaron and Jones. offense and off. Yeah, yep. exactly. So like, 
they're making it work. The division has been kind of weird this season, so like I don't I don't really want to judge it off this season, but um, no, I'm happy with how they played up until you know Panthers came close because I had Packers minus three and a half, so that kind of fucked me. Yeah, that was a <laughs> tough spread. I was yeah. I feel real comfortable being up like I think it was like 13, 12 points at one point. I was like, good, I'm golden. And then I, I mean, looked to score later. I was like, I should have bought that extra fucking half point. Like, yeah, I did, but yeah. I didn't think the well, Panthers would score thirty. Yeah, like, it well, makes no well, sense. Well, the, the thing is too is they were a, a one second away on that spike from potentially Pinero yeah. or, or just Pinero not shanking extra points and field goals well, throughout the whole game. The, the, like, the band. Honors Carlson, which is a whole... The, they need to get him figured out. The but. bigger thing is, like, the purgatory when you have a specific spread and you get in the red zone, the Packers got in the red zone late, and you're like, okay, I just need the Panthers to let them score a touchdown. Like, <laughs> let them score a touchdown and get better it. odds that way. Don't take all your timeouts and force yeah. them to field goal. Nope. <laughs> but Aaron Jones had a good day. Like, it was nice to see him healthy and actually producing. Um, I'm looking forward. I mean, we were still, I think, technically a chance... For us, but like it's so minimal. It's seven C. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's not going to happen. I'm just looking forward to next season, honestly. At that point, but I'm happy with the we're the youngest team in the NFL right now. So like, there's that only helps. upward from here. If, if you're a Packers fan, you have to be happy with how the season has gone overall, especially because, how it started. Yeah, because it could have gone yeah. really south oh, really we, quick. We somehow end up nine and eight. Oh, that's a win. Well, like, even if you end up, even if you're eight and nine at the end of the year, yeah, I'll still take you that. take that. You have again the youngest roster in football. You had some of these rookies too with Wicks with and how, Jalen Reed have played very well. Very well. Yes. With how Love is played, the biggest exactly. issue was I, I doubted that Love would be the guy right away, and he struggled. Um, right out the gate and we were probably unfair to him because obviously Favre and Rodgers are it's hard big. to follow up to yeah especially yeah. when you, you're used to that Hall of Fame quarterback play for 40 years yeah. issue is he did, he took some time after the Raider game um, I think that was rock bottom for him and then from there became an actually very very good quarterback yeah, yeah he's, he's played very well and that's all you can ask for as a if you're a Packer fan at this point and um, I still don't like see his, what happens yeah. I still don't like his like 17 yard drop back he, he does he yeah. takes so back. far and he'll throw off his back foot like, yeah Constantly, I don't really understand that technique, but hey, if it works, it works. Like it's just a weird. He's so far behind the line of scrimmage. It, it, it's almost gonna be one of those things where I, I think defenses, when they get tape on it, instead of like rushing to the normal pocket, they're gonna run straight vertical yeah. right away and like yeah. force him to step up. And Wait, like, it, it's not like he throws like a line drive of a ball. No. Like, he like lofts Ooh. it up in there. I'm like, that's in there way too fucking long. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, he, the young receivers have played really well, right? Christian Watson went healthy. Is awesome. Uh, the big thing is Dobbs has got, Dobbs gotten a lot better. Jalen Wicks Reed, is good. Reed has been, I think, the Reed biggest been one. The biggest Wicks player. has had some nice plays too, but. Yeah. Yeah. Reed's really been the one yeah. that, like, we've been like, all right, this, this think, is the guy. I think Watson could be similar to, like, a Mike Evans. Like, he's a big dude. I don't think he'll quick. be as good as Mike no, Evans. No, not but close. But when he's healthy, yeah. I he's think gonna he has He's going to get some jump balls. And he, yeah. that's the exact kind of threat you need in that offense when yeah. you have those other younger, smaller, speedier guys, too, where you need someone that can go get those 50-50. Um, and, I mean, we'll see how long Aaron Jones can play at the level he is and if he's ever healthy for a full season full again. Yeah. We'll see. Obviously, offensive line needs to get worked on. Defense has a lot of young pieces, too. So, like, this team is set up to be competitive for the next couple years yeah. if this trend continues the way it is right now. And – the yeah. good news, really, on the flip side of this game as well, is Panther fans can step back from the ledge a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, if I was a Panther fan, I'd be very concerned that Bryce Young was not the guy. Um, and this was by far his best game. Yep. Um, and that gives you a lot of hope. Even though you don't have a first-round pick next year, you have cap room to kind of work with it. You need to get the the, cute, the coach higher right. And offensive line. Yeah. yeah. So those are the two. You need to get coach you, and a line. You put all the money on offensive line. Yeah. So what if you don't have good receivers next year? Because I, I don't think they will. I don't think DJ Chark or Adam Thielen are going to have a lot of um, tread on the tires left. But 
you need offensive line. Just yeah, you, you, Bryce you, can't get killed. Yeah, he, he's getting hit way too much to to be a long term quarterback, especially at his size. Um, it's just not. It's even with a big quarterback getting hit like that, it's not gonna. That trade well. is still gonna look horrifically bad for the Panthers. Yeah, no, unless just, unless Bryce Young turns into a Hall of Famer, yeah, it's gonna end up being a really rough look for them. But um, I get it. You see your guy, you're gonna go take a swing and do what you can, but. It is going to look tough long term, especially given how bad they are, and essentially how it turned into multiple first round picks for the the Bears. That um, you actually are trading the number one overall pick of next year for the number the one overall pick this year, as well as DJ Moore, Moore. And, yeah, so, and a couple other picks. And that's the number of quarterbacks this year. Though. Yeah, like it's I don't know. Well, the, you weren't a quarterback away. That's like the. The big thing when you're trading up, you you think that you're a quarterback away from competing for a wild card spot yeah, or division. Yeah, yeah. They were not a quarterback no. away. They yeah. weren't five positions no. away. Yeah, yeah, and I think, that and that was, says something because they're in the weakest division as well. Like the the the, the Bucks, the Saints, and the Falcons are all mountains ahead of them. Yeah, and that's not, and that's not those aren't <laughs> good. Those aren't good NFL teams. <laughs> I, they have good records because they play each other six I, times. I can't remember the term you used last week to describe the Bucks, but they're the king of the crap teams. Uh yeah, they're the, the the first level boss where it's like yeah. it's a total joke. You beat it right away, and you're just like, ah, oh. they've been looking good so far. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Let Baker cook. Let Baker cook. Um, maybe we can get into that game. I guess uh, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, let Baker cook. Uh, the Jags are broken. Um, yeah. Obviously, so Trevor Lawrence also looks like he's broken Doug's, physically. But Doug's got to fire his guy as OC is the play caller. Press Taylor's horrible. Press. Oh, God, it's a horrible great, offense Great football watch. name, though. Yeah, it is a great football name. That's why he probably got the job. Like, they're, they're looking through, like If you're looking through resumes, like that's the... The filter normally filters mm-hmm. out all kinds of yeah. stuff, but like you probably have like AI think of football names. Yeah, his, Taylor's probably one. His right? offensive philosophy is pressing the ball down the field. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just not very well. Yeah, you know, the Jags are in a really rocky situation. Um, they got lucky with some of the teams that lost this week that kept them in division lead, but um, they're really scary. Uh, if you're a fan of the Texans, they're really scary. Or for the Jags, they're AS- really scary to be a fan of because like they're probably out in the first round almost no matter what. Yeah, AFC South might be what we thought the NFC South was. Yeah. Because the Bucks are playing better than anyone in the AFC yeah. South by a long shot. Yeah. Um, anything else in that game? No. All right. Uh, next game, uh, continue the AFC South. Uh, Texans, Browns. Uh, Joe Flacco is elite. Amari Cooper <laughs> is... Amari Cooper. Cooper's a monster. Amari Cooper is very, very good. 265 yards. That is an yeah. insane day. Um. Yeah, the Browns' defense is unbelievable, so it's they're continuing to be unbelievable. Yeah, That's only chance. Ch- they, they'll probably beat the winner of the AFC South in that first round, and then we'll see who, because they're going to be the five seed more than likely, and we'll just see what happens after that. They can get a weird matchup and make a run. They're not a Super Bowl-winning roster just because they don't have enough offensively to yeah. keep pace with yeah. the Ravens in a playoff game or anybody in the NFC that'll come out more than likely, but they could easily make it to an AFC title game and give yeah, whoever yeah. that team is a run just because that defense is so good. The the issue, and Flacco's playing very, very well as of late, but they don't have weapons ahead of Amari Cooper and Njoku. I don't think Elijah Moore is going to be a guy that's going to command as much. You're going to double-team Cooper at this point, so is Elijah Moore going to beat you? Um, then you add in the run game struggled as of late. Where I would be concerned as a Brown fan is, obviously they're thinking this as well, but Mari Cooper looks brilliant right now with Joe Flacco playing quarterback. Why didn't he look good with your $250 million quarterback? That's, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because, like, <laughs> that's terrifying to me. <laughs> no one's tickling Deshaun's taint in Cleveland, so that's probably the biggest <laughs> issue. Like, that contract would never make any sense 
to me, probably must have either you guys or anyone. Yeah. Like that. I don't understand how that even fucking happened. This thing like, is, it, I could see them giving him a big number, and but the fully guaranteed is just a crazy number when yeah. he hadn't played in a year. I did. And all of the off the allegations. Stuff, it's just yeah. like, it's such a crazy, even if you take all the allegations out of it, just as on the field, like, that's a lot of money to be completely guaranteed. Yeah. And then he basically has just coasted for two years. And, like, he was suspended for some of that year, and you still paid him. The, like, it's just, granted, that first year was, like, a $1 million or whatever. They gave him nothing. It's still, no, it's it's like, still an insane amount of money. Yeah. Like, that's just, you can't do that. Um, and then he got hurt this year. Obviously, it makes it even, like, more. It's just, this is. He doesn't look good. Like, yeah, take yeah. out everything. He doesn't look. And that's with a very good offensive line. Take out his take out the scandal. He does not look like a good quarterback. It's also with a very good offensive line. Yeah. You have Amari Cooper, obviously, 265 yards. He's, he can play football still. Yeah. And then you had Nick Chubb to start the year, too. He wasn't looking good with Nick Chubb in there. Nick Chubb's no. a top five back in football. Um, like, obviously, when they get him back, this will be a. a Joe Flacco, who's two weeks removed from sitting on a couch, is playing really, really good in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Literally came off of this couch. Yeah. It's just, a, it's. We've had multiple instances of that, not just not at quarterback, but at other things this year. But they should look at. I mean, do you rip coach. off the? You can't rip off the mandate from a financial standpoint. No, but like, I think you draft another quarterback. You yeah, you have to do something in the background. Yeah, I mean that's why they have PJ Walker and DTR, and yeah. I love I love DTR, UCLA guy, but like he's not a long term NFL quarterback. He's going to be a great no. backup to try to get you a win here or there randomly because he's dynamic and just such a yeah. freak athlete. But like even him, he he was in for like two plays and hurt his hip, and now he's on IR. Is he yeah. just he's not a big enough guy to be running like that with all these other guys that can run just as fast as him it's just not a long-term solution the funky thing about this game as well though is earlier in the year the texans uh lost their kicker um in a game and as a result they had uh Dar- kicking pats uh browns lost their kicker and punter this game so they had to just go for it from fourth down everywhere on the field yeah and it actually helped them a lot too <laughs> yeah i, I mean it was a, a brilliant move by putting dtr in as the two-point conversion quarterback just because the threat of him running versus Flacco is immediately going to make you oh, play yeah. a different defense. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 made, it made a whole lot of and sense. It, it raises the question why more teams don't think about doing that with like a two point conversion. Yeah, having set like having a hyper athletic person just run around because that's usually where you convert your two point conversions. Yeah, I mean, well, it's like when you have Derrick Henry taking shotgun snaps yeah. at the goal line. Like, yeah, he's not a great thrower, but he's such a yeah. hard person to tackle that you oh, have yeah. to commit so many people yeah. up to the front and then it just allows people to leak out the back like, it makes a lot of sense it's like if the Niners were to put McCaffrey back at, in shotgun and then Debo next to him it's like okay well either of these guys well, can get the ball uh, and run it and like either of them can also throw this like it just for only two yards to have to defend like would that work for the whole game no because there's too much other things but for only to get two yards there's way too many options and way too many things you have to we saw that in the NFC Championship last season so yeah exactly long term it doesn't work but like for one two yard play <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's like going to be yeah. real tough to stop you know <clears throat> Um, yeah. Uh, next game, uh, Cardinals, Bears. Not really much other than uh, Cam switched his pick, and this is the one that he wanted to have different. So he went to the Cardinals, and that didn't work for him. So again, Cam just he, he's never he's digging himself up. deeper in that hole. Just keep yeah. We can give him the shovel to help him out, but um, eventually we're gonna have some Cam lock of the weeks, and this is just I don't think that even matters anymore. We can give him ten lock of the weeks. And I uh, think Thomas narrowed the gap a little bit. Yeah, he's down. Four from you now, I think, and five yeah. from me. Yeah, I can look it up exactly. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, Will and I had all the same exact picks, so the top is still the same. Will's up by one on me. But um, other than that, we're we're chugging along. I think we're still in, like, the 90 – I'm 98, 98 points, We dropped 99. I'm the 98.7 percentile, yeah. I think, right now. So you're you're just above me at that. Um, but <coughs> TC3 is three behind <coughs> me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he's getting into Four this back. mix. He had a good week um, on all of us. 
The Bears, uh, I mean, I know the Cardinals aren't good, but the Bears are looking better. Uh, couple, the problem, they're, though, they're is scared. how many more wins do they have to have before Eberflus gets his job next year? I think he might keep his job. Yeah. That, I told you that. Cam said this ago. earlier. Like, Cam has a lot of takes. This was one that he had a good take on where he's like, the Bears are, might do good enough the last half of the year to have Eberflus and Fields keep their spots. And then I don't think they can do Fields again. He's played pretty so. well, though. The They'll last, probably trade him. Because uh, you're gonna have the number one overall pick in your second year. But who's gonna trade? Atlanta Raiders. Dude, those those give up Caleb is not going to the Bears. I would take Drake May to the Bears. Number Drake one overall. May bigger than Caleb has more big time throws. We can get in more into the drafting. I think Drake May is gonna rise up boards. I think yes. I think Caleb's gonna give reasons team not to draft him. Here's here. Yes, he's gonna say a Trojan. I don't, I don't think. I think if they take him, he's gonna stay another year. That might make sense as well. Yeah. But, yeah. It's hard for Fields is great. Don't get me wrong; he's very exciting. The issue is he has the highest sack rate in football, and it's because he holds onto the ball too long. Well, you also have and then you can go back to Ohio State. Well, you have he a bad offensive blew line too. All of the Big Ten out of the water in terms of sack rate at Ohio State when they had the better offensive line. Yeah. It's he doesn't trust what he's seeing with his eyes and his arm, so he holds onto the ball a bit longer, and, and then and, well, and that's the question when you have like Ryan Poles. He's on a short leash now. I think yeah. he's gotten a year to figure this out. Where if they aren't. This year they're going to win six to they're six wins. Now they might end up with seven or eight wins. But if they're not a winning team next year, mm-hmm. I think he's his seat's going to be really really hot. Depending on obviously all kinds of other injuries and all that. But Fields has played well enough where I think he's going to get a starting job next yeah. year. It's whether or not a team is willing to fork up enough for the Bears to be willing to get rid of them. It, it it just comes down to okay, who are you more confident in, a rookie Drake May or Justin Fields in well, his current spot? And it, you're looking Caleb at Williams you're looking at it as a zero sum game. And my perspective, what it would be like, is corporate survival. Because I've developed a new skill, I'm going to have an extra time to prove myself. I've added a new quarterback that we don't know, but by doing so and getting more picks, I bought myself two more years. I don't think he has one year. Maybe, but what if, if he drafts a rookie quarterback, they're not going to fire him after the rookie well, quarterback. Right so away. you think they draft quarterback trade? Fields? Yeah, trade who, who fields. Do think, who do you think trades for him? Uh, I I think the Falcons might do it. The Falcons would be. I mean, they were the one that were kind of yeah. It's like they're in that time, weird spot that they can't draft a quarterback. It would be like Penix or Knicks. Um, so why not I, give up? Like I would, the Saints the, could be. Maybe. Yeah, Saints too. If I'm it's like Fal- one of those ones. If I'm the Falcons or the Saints, I'd be taking yeah. Penix or Knicks and just say let's see, like let's see uh, what we got. Why not? Or or even like a Jaden Daniels. Yeah, it would be kind of early to take him. He's probably going to be ranked in like a late first, early second when it gets to draft time. But why not see what you have? Take a young guy and see what you're doing because like your two it. guys suck now. You might as well with a I, good offensive line. Like you're the Falcons. You have a good offensive line, an elite running back. You have a couple really elite weapons at receiver. A pretty decent defense. Take a quarterback, a young guy, and maybe he sits for a little bit to learn things. But screw it. I mean, we've seen all these guys make some big time throws in college. I just don't see that much difference if they take a Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels than having. Fields. I would agree with that. You yes. know, he, they had the same level of mobility. They can run. They can still throw. And they like, wouldn't, but they wouldn't have to give up any picks. The issue to is to get you, like instead of trading away a first and a second or whatever to, yeah. get to get Fields, they could take that rookie there. And yeah. now the contract's gonna be the issue because now you have to give Fields a contract that is a, a second two, contract versus having a rookie contract for five yeah. years. Um, well, we can get you could more. you could you, I mean you could trade the pick again and hope that you strike gold again, but I, I don't see that. I mean the the pan, them getting a second first round pick, first overall pick off of that is truly absurd. Yeah, I mean at some point we'll figure out kind of what 
all the draft stuff because that's just that's a more complex thing and we'll see how all the draft standings shake out and all the trades and stuff that can happen at the end of the day is just a much bigger thing but um that's kind of a weird one um we can get into uh next game of games that actually matter with playoff teams lions dolphins this is kind of the big game of the the sunday at least um dolphins pulled out a win this was the fraud bowl so uh i don't feel good <laughs> about either of these oh, teams no. to be honest they both looked like bigger frauds when we ended the game yeah, I, <laughs> I I feel like both teams did just enough to like kind of show the promise of what they are. But at the end of the day, I, I think they lose to majority of playoff teams mm-hmm. as of how they played yesterday if they were playing a different team. Um, big thing is Dak is still hit and miss. Something's kind of not clicking, I would say, in his brain. But the receivers aren't separating as much. Um, I think we're starting to see that the Michael Gallup injury from a couple of years ago is really going to slow down their offense when they get into kind of the final stretch here. And Tony Pollard still isn't fully healthy or as dynamic as we thought he was. Yeah, Tony Pollard, I think he was – we're seeing that with, like, Alexander Madison. Yeah. I think they're two different backs. I think Pollard's way better. Yeah. But we're seeing that those number two backs that were a great change of pace that got really explosive exactly, plays. Yeah. Now when they're the every down back, the film's on them, but also – They also take the hits over and over against yeah. Tartar to stay fresh. And so it's, it's also not the change of pace or when you had the other – back running differently yeah. having that change of pace was a much bigger opportunity for bigger plays when you had Pollard coming in in the receiving game mm-hmm. or even on some of these more outside well, zones where he's able to make that cutback and take off it was just a much different back than Zeke you're also sparing him the brutality of pass protection yeah that's a, a huge component Zeke's very very good at that so um obviously I, I still think the Cowboys are going to be a very good playoff team and I, I think the Dolphins showed that they can win ugly games but Tua hasn't been very impressive, and if if you're able to shut down Tyreek and funnel the offense through that run game, um, you have a chance to beat him. Um, they have a good run game, but you can limit it, and yeah. you could you can keep the game. If they it's have big, to run the it's ball, big, it's splash plays. It's if, not five yards every single. If they play. have to run the ball every single play, yeah. It's unlikely they're going to take five, 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 and then run a five-minute drive and run the clock off. It's probably more like a three to four-minute drive, and then if they score, they score. If they don't, they don't. But at some point, you don't allow them to have the ball control and ability to do all of that. So uh, that works from that end. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, like Dallas still has a chance to win the division. They need kind of a miracle. Uh, no, don't they just need the Giants to beat them once because then they would have a better divisional record? Uh, the Giants need to beat them at the end, yeah. But yeah. I, I think that would be a miracle. That situation. that that is a miracle, but I mean, it's more straightforward than what we get for a lot of these. I would say. <laughs> yep. Um, we uh, yeah. I mean, the Dolphins also need a miracle to kind of do much because uh, they're not going to beat the Ravens. I think. We and then you're same. then you're risking it all on a Buffalo game, likely. Yeah. Which is going to be electric. Yeah, which they already ripped on them. Um, yeah. From before, so. Yeah. Uh, next game. Uh, the Broncos. The Broncos didn't really have a chance in the playoff. They kind of had a back chance, and then they this completely has to be the, choked. This is unbelievable. You had a miserable Christmas day. This has to be the most miserable game possible to go to. Christmas Eve, going to Denver. In the freezing <laughs> Losing to Bailey Zappi. Your team got zapped. And you froze. Hey, on Christmas Houston Eve. Baptist University right there, baby. And Bailey Zappi. You're, you're in the freezing cold yeah. all the time. That's just a crazy That's game. rough. <laughs> Shout out Mackenzie Henderson and Jake Moore. Marrying you in two weeks. Congrats, Ken's, on that win. <laughs> 
That, I mean, I would just start walking into the snow. I don't know where I'd walk to. I'd just keep walking after yeah. I lost. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were, I was with the big Broncos fan in the, during this game, and he just sitting there like, I can't believe we're going to lose the Patriots. I can't believe we're going to lose the Patriots. This is the whole time just like, this doesn't even seem possible. And then, sure enough, like... I don't know how you can fire Bill Belichick. I don't know how you can do that and, after well, this game. It, it showed that he still has it. Yeah, he, it's like he, <laughs> he's still got his fastball. It's like, yeah. kind of, you're like, ah, shit, I can't really do it. It's like, it's like, and I raised the question, was he tanking most of this year? We don't know. Yeah, well, well, it's like Al Michaels calling the Thursday night games against Amazon, where it's like, oh, yeah. man, he hasn't looked great, and then he has like the one Thursday night game where you have Seahawks-Cowboys. He's like, hey, he still got it. Yeah. You can't, you can't, like, what are you going to do? Like, I don't know. Like He's still doing it. Like I don't know. Yeah, maybe he doesn't look super excited or anything, but like he's he's getting the job done. Um, so I'd love to see it. Um, yeah, I the Broncos had a long shot, but, of course, like they're now they're, they're all but They have to draft another quarterback, right? Like they I, Obviously, Mac Jones is not the guy. Like, the Patriots, the Pats, yeah. I mean, yeah, for the Patriots. Both, yeah, both teams, yeah. I would say, as well. I'd yeah. say they'd draft someone over Russ. The thing with Russ is playing well enough that they he, can, But yeah. he, his contract's also so big. You they cannot get rid of him. When, so are you going to pay him $48 million to sit on the bench? No, you draft someone late. Like a, a Penix in the second round is the one you would want. Like someone that... Peyton actually wants to work with. I don't think Peyton wants to work with. But Russ, Russ has still got three more years. Yeah, on the, no, no four, maybe that. four on the deal. I, He's still might have four. I, I have to look it up. I think it's. Right, I, think, I think it was a five-year deal, and this is his second year there. Well, well so I'm th- I think it's right now. But yeah, but, what, what I, I don't remember what happened to Jerry Judy. Did he get hurt this season? Uh, no, Jerry Judy's just, just not the guy. <laughs> he looks like. Yeah, so I think you take another wide receiver. Yeah, right? yeah, well, you took Mims in the second round last year, and you're not even using. No, he's got five. He actually had decent. He's good. He's good. They need to use him more. Okay, holy shit. <laughs> the Bronco. That's not a great way five, to start off financials. <laughs> the five-year extension hasn't kicked in yet. Oh no! <laughs> so this year is. I was right on five years. It just turns <laughs> oh out it was God. eight I, years. I actually. forgot. I forgot how bad this deal is. This is insane. So uh, Broncos right now is base salary is eight million dollars, signing bonus of ten million. Next year it goes base salary of seventeen, signing bonus of ten. Uh, but his total cap value is. Uh, what is it? Forty-one million dollars. The next year, it's forty, then forty, then forty-one, then forty-two. <laughs> Hypothetical here: If the Broncos were to fold and stop being in operation and sell to another <laughs> entity that created a new team, could they get Russ off the books? He's going to be forty years old in twenty twenty-eight and have a fifty million dollar base salary if they keep him. If they keep him at that Holy point, sh- if they were to get rid of him, the dead cap would only be four million. If they were to get rid of him the year before, it'd be twelve point eight million. The year before that would be thirty one million. So he's basically got three more years for sure because they're not going to get rid of thirty one million sure. in cap. And then after that, it's kind of like, all right, do we want to risk twelve million in cap versus forty four that we're paying him? He'll be thirty nine. Russ's agent must have had the best Christmas Eve of all time when he looked at the the contract and saw the, <laughs> the performance of play. And the guy who created the contract for the Broncos must have had the worst Christmas Eve of all time. Look, at, I mean, if you like draft another receiver, I like I think you take another receiver for a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, good, it's a great quarterback class, but you, you yeah, need but receivers you, and you need think, offensive cause, line. Cause you've got three years before you play them, so at this point exactly. you're taking somebody, and then you're just gonna have them sit. And then the issue though is like you you're not gonna have cap to get defensive players. Like the you really need to hit your draft picks. Yeah, and, like and big like, time. They, they the run game's not that great. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's lost something with his knee. Yeah, unfortunately, he hasn't played horribly. But he's not he's not a bell cow. But Cortland Sutton can be your only guy. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. I actually don't think Russ has played like horrible. No. He hasn't played as bad as people. But I don't think for. like. But he hasn't the paid to the money. It's the money that that's tied that's up with him. Agreed, that's the but, issue. Like the rest of the team is also no. playing well. Like the fact that Cortland's your number one guy. Well, they were one and six or one and five. <laughs> yeah. 
So, like, they're just going back to the norm. They had a hot streak of winning games. And they're a 500 team, very yeah. similar to the Raiders. They're a 500 yeah. team. Which you'll take that coming from last year. Yeah. And Sean Payton called the worst coaching job in football in the history of NFL. But the issue is you haven't gotten the coaching up to what you expected from trading picks to get Sean Payton. That's why when you have Drew Brees for, yeah. what, almost a fucking Mike, Mike McCarthy with a new cut of paint is what it is. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. This is just, that was a weird game. I was not expecting that to, to end Christmas Eve. Um, and Another, the fact that the Patriots kicker made that 54-yarder or whatever yeah. it was. Like, that dude God, he's been so everything. bad all year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could have hit the broadside of a barn. That's like, like that, one of those things where he, Bill probably pulled him over like before he kicked it, whispered something in his ear, and we have no idea what he was. <laughs> like, I have your family, I'll kill them. If you know. <laughs> 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 he probably told me he loved him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> Steven oh. and me really respect you as a kicker. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas. Dad? <laughs> <laughs> I have to get approval, Dad. <laughs> Oh, crap. All right, we're going to get to the next game. Uh, Will, I'm going to let you run with this one. Raiders, Chiefs. Hell of a game. Uh, yeah, no, it was just a good old-fashioned um, pound the damn ball. Um, that's what I was screaming at the TV for the last quarter and a half. Um, the worst feeling of all time is when you know the Raiders are going to choke. Um, and you kind of get the feeling. Um, when they threw that touchdown, Justin Watson... Mahomes um, did a great job escaping the pressure. I, I thought the game was over at that point. Even though the Raiders were up six, I thought they were going to choke it. Uh, but very impressive from the defense. Um, AOC did not complete a pass after the first quarter, uh, which is obviously <laughs> not not great for my mental well-being want, while watching the game. The wealth, yeah. you know? But uh, defense is great. I think Pierce is... Proven that again, once again, he is a pirate. They have to keep him. In they the have to keep him. But they can't do what they did. What three seasons? Yeah, ago, two seasons. Ago? Uh, but yeah, Versace, I, yeah, I, yeah, think, I think we need to have a weekly pirate meter with uh, AP. Uh, this year. is that's gonna full be Blackbeard <laughs> pirate. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna do that next week. Yeah. Next year, I think it, assuming AP keeps the job, you give yeah. Antonio Pierce a, a pirate meter every week, and I think that would be a he's fun. a pirate. But the like, team yeah. seems to rally around him. Like they, yeah, he's. He, even kill the whole game, like even after the game, he's just he's dapping everybody up. Like, he he's seem to love very him. very important. I'm not trying to under project how valuable he is, but the most important thing for the Raiders doing the offseason is keep um, Graham, the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's been consistent throughout the year. He's been running the show on defense. The defense has not lost them games this year outside of the Bills game, which was to be expected. The issue with Pierce is Pierce is going to have to get a great OC. Um, and you're hoping that he's able to elevate into that position. But he's perfect for an interim head coach to become a, a second or first-year head coach as a whole because he does rally the players, and that's a huge difference from the previous administration. Well, I think the big problem with a lot of interim head coaches and the reason they don't get the job the next year is because they're only there for a game or two. Yeah. Like he gets almost he's got a huge season, body of work. Yeah. Where now you can show, okay, over the course of the season, here's what I was able to do with this team, and now he gets some draft pick and other things to work with where – you could say arguably his worst loss is to the Vikings three yeah. nothing. That's it. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, he's beaten who he's supposed but to be. He's a defensive lost. guy. They did. Yeah. A he, great job. Yeah. yeah exactly. Shit, like, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's why offense becomes so important. I mean, the Raiders still have a path to win the division. Um, you, they just you need, need to, the Chiefs lose out, and they need to win out. Probably not going to happen. But it's huge to win. They might make the playoffs City. though, because the issue is they need the Texans to lose one game. They need the Seahawks to beat the Steelers. Then they just need to win out. They're playing the Colts and the Denver Broncos the last two weeks. I mean, that, that's those are likely games. Like the Seahawks are favored, 
the Texans are right now uh, projected to lose. If, if the defense plays like it has been, yep. they are going to be in both of those games. Just a matter of does AOC have complete 150 after the yards first in him. Yeah, yeah 150. Like, we didn't he's shown he can do it. Like, yeah, yeah, but also, I mean, they didn't say, need him to throw. Like, yeah, big, he wasn't turning the ball over, which is what he needed not to do. And he and he ran the ball. That's all he needed. And the defense was playing lights out. Like there's. And the no, big thing that no one's really talking about is Josh Jacobs didn't play. Yeah. Like, that's a huge difference. Not only is it like, okay, you get a better runner. Zamir White, Zeus had a great game, but Josh Jacobs is so important in the pass game, too. He's uh, going to have at least 450 yards receiving this year. So, like, he's a big check down weapon for both AOC and Jimmy G. He plays next week. I'm really liking our chances. Well, the, the Chiefs defense actually played really well, too, and I think we can get the I mean, they gave, side of it. The Chiefs defense only gave up three points. Yeah. Not much you can do about that. Yeah, like at some point, it's just like it, it's pretty wild uh, how this team has been the complete flip of what they've been every other year, where it's just Mahomes just making magic every single time. Cam, his only comment that he wanted to mention is make sure you mention this is the new worst game for Mahomes. The previous was the Jets game. That is true. Um, Mahomes, I was, Mahomes well, made some really bad plays. It he, wasn't just like, oh, a tip ball, no. receivers dropped. Receivers didn't look great. He didn't trust his receivers. He yeah. wasn't throwing to open spots. In, he was waiting for them to get true. open. There's Rashid and Travis. Yeah. yeah. To the, like, well, and even Travis is dropping, dropping balls. Travis had a real bad he game. He looked off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Travis's best great. plays were great. literally <laughs> him catching the ball and running 30 yards. And like it was like a dump-off pass, so then he just runs through people. And that was when he looked good. Other than that, he didn't look explosive. He still... Like we have to put it in perspective. He's still the league leader in receiving yards for the tight ends. Yeah, no, he's, which is crazy. He's just not what he was. It's and fla- we it's don't have any games, other though. receivers that yeah. doesn't like. Well, that's the thing. No one else. So it's just him. So everyone's just double teaming. Like, so like, like, so like, but like last year it was the same thing. But he still had sixteen hundred yards, or whatever. Like he had, he was insane. So like this year now he'll end up with like one thousand eleven hundred yeah. yards at the end of the year. But like that's not enough as your leading receiver for the team yeah. when you have all these other issues going on. When you have like Pacheco, he like I saw the tweet. He looks like he's playing Dance Dance Revolution as he's running the ball. It's just true, <laughs> but like that doesn't win you football games long term. Like Clyde Edwards Hilaire, like Elaire, sorry, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He made a great play. Otherwise, that probably they probably wouldn't have scored that second touchdown. He looks like he's wearing like a, a weighted vest. Yeah, he, he like, flak jacket. He's got a fat suit on or something because like he looks. He does not look fast or anything like that. Um, Credit to the good. the broadcasting crew. I think Jim Nance said like, "Oh, that's great." Lower body strength by Clyde Edwards <laughs> there. He broke a tackle. A real low it's center just, of gravity. Like his gut just like bounced <laughs> off the gut. It's just like their offensive line isn't even playing that bad. It's just it's bizarre. No, so Andy Reid got cute. I think that not, was the not thing to do X's and O's. Your arms are right. They got a bit too cute with the playbook, but the Raider defense is built on you taking what you give them. They don't allow the big play. That's what and Steve Patrick does too. Patrick Mahomes. Does not like that. It's yeah. entirely his gunslinger persona. He does not want to have a five-yard out route. He wants the splash play. He, he doesn't want to drive down the field yeah. and take seven minutes off. No, he, he is not. And, and, and when they lost Pacheco, they lost their best runner, so they can't do those plays naturally. Right. He's not well, checking and, down to them. And then like it got to the point where Andy Reid was having to like keep people interested by doing you know direct snaps to the yeah. wing back and then they tried to do that weird handoff obviously that was, awesome. <laughs> it was just like this was the epitome of you did not need to do that at that point in the game no. you were up 10-7 if you just let everybody do yeah. their thing the Chiefs probably win that game yeah. because they were already up and they were probably they had all the momentum ready to go and then all of a sudden defensive touchdown and then Mahomes gets pissed off and then throws an out route that he shouldn't have thrown and he way under threw it because he was just pissed off Jack Jones second like, pick six in two weeks which is terrific to see well, and, cut by the Patriots and what's his face the defensive 
defensive tackle that got yeah. it. He won MVP because that was the Nickelodeon game, yeah. which was kind of funny. Um, I don't know if you saw this in the Nickelodeon game. This is random. Uh, they had an animated claw pick up Andy Reid and like take him to a spaceship <laughs> in the middle of the thing. It was like, your team's not doing so well, coach. What are you going to do? And they were like talking. It was hilarious. Um, <laughs> one more thing. The Raiders are back to being the Raiders in terms of pirate meter, which we talked about earlier. Jack Jones is Blackbeard on the pirate meter as well. Um, after his pick six, he offered to give his ball to a Chief fan <laughs> yeah, and that. then took it back. I was going to ask that. No, it was, that kid, it was, that kid is a permanent Raider hater for the rest of his life. I was a little kid. Like, this is a yeah. Joker origin story. I saw that live and I was like, did he think that was a Raider fan? Because he kind of was like, no, this, no, no. It was like discreet Chief <laughs> scare he was wearing. So it I was, was like, wondering, brutal. Like, he was clearly looking for like a Raider fan, didn't find any, and then he saw a little kid that was in Chief and stuff. Two and hands. Like, Holding it to him, and the guy went to grab it. He just pulled it away. It was like, ah, his, ran his, away. his dad like immediately pointed. It was about to like say, so "Oh yeah, like, that <laughs> it was terrific." His dad like was that a, Raider mentality, baby. His dad yeah. was about to jump into, onto the field else. and kick some ass. Him. Like that was that was pretty funny. They're gritty. Crosby's a dog. I Mason Crosby. Yeah, Max, Max Crosby. Crosby. Excuse me. Mason Crosby. <laughs> Mason Crosby. Also, also a dog. Also a dog. <laughs> Different kind Max of dog. Crosby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Um, yeah, Chiefs fans, sorry, this is going to be a rough. I mean, think the Chiefs, their defense is their, their defense is good enough that they're going to keep them in a lot of games, and, and like they're yeah. are no, this defense is actually really good. Is this a Super Bowl team right now? No, no, but, Mahomes has regressed as a quarterback. But if somehow the Ravens get upset, that AFC is wide open, and they could if they hit the right team that they play, they could easily. Like, let's say they get. I don't know. You get the Broncos that somehow sneak in and they end up playing the Broncos in a weird seating, or you get the Texans with CJ Stroud yeah. out again or something. There's some weird things that could happen where they could win Prob- a game or two. The problem is, though, it's they will not be hosting um, yeah. I don't, I don't think a second round game. playoff game. But does that matter if you go into Miami? That's not going to be a. Oh, I will take Miami over the Chiefs. I, but in terms of a home field, yeah, advantage, I, I still, I still do that because the, the Chiefs are in like a, a, a geographical benefit where it's cold there. And also, it's super loud. Um, so, granted, yes, Miami's not the best home field advantage, but it's not cold there, yeah. um, and it won't be. You have to use a silent count. I mean, to your point, I don't think I don't think she, uh, Mahomes has regressed. I just like going back. To yeah, the, the wide play, receivers. Like, I, I just don't think he has a big play to. I don't want to say bail him out, but that's been his yeah. thing for seasons now. Like, yeah, he, he used to again Tyreek down there somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, that, that that's when you take away that that you big, see what Tyreek's doing with, with the Dolphins yeah. like it's yeah. it was a lot of it was him too yeah like, yeah no, it, absolutely I mean obviously they won a Super Bowl last year without him but like they it was a different was, type of offense they were as running a whole. it different yeah, yeah. And, and Travis was playing the way that he they had him play patiently and that's where we thought like this is not just like an MVP candidate this is gonna be one of the all time grades I'm not saying that he's not on that track anymore but like the issue is right now he's not elevating his players and sure the players around him are bad. But you need that from an MVP sooner or later. Yeah, yeah. Like Tom Brady made Julian Edelman a, a perennial name. Yeah. Yep. Well, and do you guys remember Kembrell Tompkins? Yeah. Well, here's. <laughs> yeah. Well, and here's the thing with um, the Mahomes. We talked about this with uh, briefly, and we can get in this draft stuff with Caleb Williams. As much as Caleb Williams is one of the best talents we've seen in it's college football, off, it's off off script, which everything concerns you. He's Mahomes from that level where he's even more athletic and what he can do with Mahomes, but. This is the issue is, okay, is he not going to let just 
you know, is he when he gets to an NFL team? Is he going to take a five yard out route when he is he going to do that, or is he going to get impatient and just yeah. take off? And Mahomes right now is showing that he's not ready to do that. He did it last year. That's how they won a Super Bowl. And like he's still on track to be one of the all time great quarterbacks. This oh, yeah. is not a knock on him. It's just like no, it is a weird Caleb progression Williams of what we didn't expect. Right? We didn't. We expected the yes, the wide receivers have failed him, but. He's clearly lost all patience with them. Again, he's not throwing people open. And he's waiting till they're open. But I also don't blame him. Yeah, like no, if that was no, happening to me too, I would that, that's a, it's just a failure of coaching at that point where you look at Nagy, and if I'm Andy Reid, I'm reaming out Nagy and just yelling at him and trying to get something that's a bit more scripted, a bit more easy. Like, well, only run out routes for all five wide receivers, like seven plays. At this, so point, at this point, the Chiefs would be better off literally drafting a receiver with every draft pick and then just keeping their roster as is because if if their defense stays how it is and they just have receivers that they had like they're fine like their their team no, okay, their cool. defense like they're good like they're, they're like th- this team but the would issue be, is they're this probably would be a twelve win team yeah. if they just didn't have Kadarius Tony just one receiver <laughs> like Kadarius Tony is valid singly lost him two games just off of one play each and he's probably lost another game that I'm just not even thinking of like or this is if Sky Moore was just normal yeah <laughs> Sky Moore just wasn't an irrelevant receiver it's just crazy. Um, you never know. Andy Reid, I'm not like, you can't count them out. Like, this is still, they're not a horrible team. They're just not a great no, team. It's, it's just it's way different weird. than we've ever expected the Chiefs to be. This yeah. is, this is, and maybe way, it the, might. you know what this is? This is like Denver Broncos with uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh, not the year we had Julius Thomas throwing for, you know, 70 touchdowns. The year after he concussed Julius yes, Thomas. When they actually won the yeah. Super Bowl and it was the defense and Von Miller winning of a championship. This Keep is the, it's North a very, Texas. Yeah, it's, it's a very similar team. Um, except Mahomes is playing at a much better level than Peyton Manning was when he had a broken everything, and Brock Osweiler <laughs> was also the person like half leading him to yeah. the Super Bowl. Like it's that kind of a team, so they could still make a run. Like this is yeah, like yeah. Cam's gonna look at this. Oh, you're hating on the Chiefs. I'm not hating on the Chiefs. I'm saying their receivers suck, and they still have a chance of doing something because of how good their defense is playing and how good of a talent Mahomes is, and how good of a coach Andy Reid is. Like the, most the, teams would kill for yeah. one of those three, and they don't Cam, have. I have all three. To Cam's credit, he was ahead of the curve, and I tried to say that the, the Chiefs will be fine and probably be the ones. I didn't expect them to lose to the Raiders at home. Um, that I mean, the 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 red the red flags are there. Um, Any time that you lose a game where your defense only gives up three points, that's not good. Like really not good. Yeah. No, it's it's. <laughs> well, I mean, they up. Six it would have been left. sick. No, we didn't kick the field goal at the end. It was twenty fourteen was the final score. So yeah, I didn't know. They don't, we uh, so yeah, oh six, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but still, we would have we would have had nine. If I mean, you only go six, yeah, six yeah. points as a defense, you should. If you do that every well, game, you'll go seventeen. The opposing like, quarterback again did not complete a pass after the first quarter. Like it's insane. You should win that game. <laughs> you should win that game one hundred percent. Like that's that's like the film that you will show defenses yeah. for the next ten years. Like you like you can't get mad. Chris Jones is an animal. That the whole defense is playing way better than they should. Nick Bolton finally back. That's really helping. Like it's that that give what's his name Spagnolo. Spagnolo. Spags. Spags. He's, as much as he got a lot of shit, especially when he got that head coaching job and he didn't coach great, he's played really well with a defense that was bad for a while and he kept a mediocre in games and now he finally has a good defense and he's capitalizing and he looks... He's, he's done a great job. Play himself into a head coaching job. He won't because they're not going to let him leave. And people have seen him already be a head coach. Yeah, and get there. But if it was a typical year, you might see him get head coaching well, looks because this defense is insane. You might you might see another team try and sign him um, from a defensive coordinator standpoint for a lot of money. Kind of like a B enemy thing. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, the the big thing here is 
he used to be a defensive coordinator that just had the benefit of scoring 31 points a game. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you need to have hold them to 28 or 30 points total. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, I actually need to win games with the defense, yeah. which is very different. Yeah, he was uh, the like a DC for Kellen Moore. Too. No, it was like a, it's, it's yeah. a, um, Aliotti's Oregon defense yeah. under Chip Kelly. Yeah. Ben, don't break. No, the reason they don't break is because they allow 52 points. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's pretty easy. Mm, yeah. um, well, we have a couple more games. Um Giants, Eagles. The Giants made this kind of close after benching our, our boy uh, Devito, our favorite Italian. As a Thomas podcast. punching air right now. Yeah, Thomas is so excited to see uh, his Italian brother go down. But um, Tyrod Taylor actually looked pretty good. Uh, the Eagles finally look like more competence, but also like I don't know. The Eagles still don't look back back, but they looked not broken anymore. They, they play the Giants. Yeah, and the, <laughs> that, that was it. Was at home and they still yeah. Like, a couple weird non PI calls at the end of the game too. I, I, the Eagles are not as scary of a team in the NFC playoffs, but they have enough talent where if they figure it out, they're going to be a tough out no matter what. I, I, I don't, they're not an easy out no matter what. No. I think they have the right end of schedule to get some mojo back. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tyler, I guess my question for you, um, with Eagles, Eagles-Giants here at the end, um, kickers. Kickers are something that you love and are near and dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. Has Jake Elliott officially taken over as the best kicker in football, or is it Brandon Aubrey or whatever Aubrey from? Aubrey. Is it Brandon Aubrey? Brandon Aubrey, Aubrey from the Dallas, or obviously Justin Tucker? So for those of you who don't know, I've known. Yeah, I, I know my boy. Tyler who's your Mount Rushmore of kickers right I'm, now? Oh my, ooh, I, I've <laughs> known Tyler. I've known Tyler Gamber for a long time, and he. Uh, I mean, whatever. Better part of my life at this point now, I think. And uh, he's you know, he was a kicker for a long time, did all kinds of crazy things. You know, kicking eighty-yard field goals in practice all the time, like it was nothing. Uh, onside kick guru, all the things, and now a gambling guru. So you just can only imagine the life he's led. But um, <laughs> we have. Uh, we have a weird time where Justin Tucker has been the undisputed best kicker of all time and kind of had an off year, not a horrible year, but just an off year comparatively. And Isn't you have like one field goal. Also. He missed like two, which yeah. is great. That's, that's an off he's year. The only kicker to, he's the only kicker to have multiple fifties and a 60 yard. Well, I think it's crazy. But like, no, he, I know. But he so lost the all time percentage to young way coup or whatever um, for the history of football. He lost it this year because mm-hmm. of the few yeah, kicks he missed. I don't know. No, no, I'm just saying, but you've had Jake Elliott who's, Played very, very well, kicked very well, and he's kicked huge kicks that were long at the end of games. Yeah. Brandon Aubrey, who, when we saw him again, what was it against the Seahawks whenever he got uh, that, like, 60-yard? No, he scored me, like, 25 Eagles. Was it, oh, the Eagles. Two 55-plus right. That would have been, that been good from 75. Like, it was yeah, insane. Yeah. So, yeah. like, are we witnessing the passing of the torch moment to some different kickers that I might don't, be here for a while? I don't think it's passing the torch. I think we are not the age of, like, Probably the greatest era of, of kickers. The science the has caught up. To the the science, kick. yeah, <laughs> yeah, people. Well, no, but honestly, yeah. teams are now looking at like outside of just guys that have been doing their whole life. Like, I mean, I started in soccer, so like taking dude like Brandon Aubrey from the MLS, bringing him in, he hasn't missed a, a field goal all season long. Right? Yeah, I think he's, yeah, I think he's perfect. Yeah, he's had one extra point missed, and that's it. It's yeah, that like he and he's drawn it from sixty easy. Like it's not even close. Like so, I, I, I he's had a great season. His story is is phenomenal. Like it's fun to watch him. Great fancy kicker, uh, Jake Elliott. I mean, that's Philly is a hard fucking city to to play in, and they've had a history of that fifty eight yarder against Buffalo oh, and like the rain was yeah. steel balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a straight cock shot. Yeah, yeah it was unbelievable. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he impregnated all Philadelphia <laughs> with that shit. It was just crazy. No, he's, no, I think, honestly, like, I don't think the torch has passed because, you know, even with, with Koo, like, he's obviously a great kicker. He's going to... He's gonna miss at some point, you know, and bring that percentage down. I think I still think if we're talking about Mount Rushmore, I'd put Justin Tucker. He's still up there, like that. Yeah. For for a better part of a decade, it was Tucker, and like ever, like you guys would draft two rounds before I would take him, <laughs> just so I wouldn't have him because that was my guy. But I go Tucker. Vinatieri is probably second on my list. Um, dude, who's the the first Hall of Fame kicker? Was it Anders? I forget what his name was, but. He's up there, but those, the top guy. Yeah, but like Ray guy was the punter. <laughs> Ray guy is the punter. Why am I blanking on his name? Dempsey. Ray guy. Yeah. Who? Dempsey. No. Well, why am I blanking on his uh, name too? Um, Blanda, I believe, is in the Hall of Fame, and he was a quarterback as well as a place kicker for the Raiders. Morton Anderson is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Morton, that's what. Morton that's Anderson. What he's probably third of my. Where's Sebastian Janikowski on this list? <laughs> See, I mean, as a Raiders fan, See that, I love Paul Cannon. Does everybody remember? Was it no? Who was the one that was it? Uh, I can't remember what the head coach that had like Sebastian Janikowski try a seventy-five. That was Tom cool. Cable. Yeah, the middle <laughs> the of the game. Just like, Fuck God, just like see Sebastian Janikowski, he missed it. Like he was fifteen yards short. Yeah. But it was the Sebastian Janikowski was always a fun yeah. one. Too. I think Seabass's kid is actually kicking now. I think it's Florida it's State. Or yeah, that, that makes sense. He went to Florida State first. Yeah, I mean, Vinatieri's got to be up there just because of the yeah. Vinatieri. He, he had multiple Super Bowls. He won on his last. I mean, well, this is this is where um, I think Justin Tucker's evolution will be. He won't be the. Distance guy anymore. He'll be the Adam Vinatieri in the clutch moment because the Ravens He's will gonna, be good. Yeah. Rob, Robbie, and that's, Robbie Gold. Where Robbie yeah, Gold that, was that, at a 50 order, but he was automatic. We know, we know kickers off of the, the playoff makes they have, not yeah. the regular season. That's yes. where young Oku, I think, is going to suffer. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so Tucker, I mean, he already has the record yeah. for what, 67, 66, mm-hmm. whatever it yes. is. Like, no one's going to touch that anytime soon. I, I firmly believe because that, that ball was insane. Well, it's also the only time you attempt that. Is and it wasn't an altitude, situation. which is crazy. Yeah, you would expect I know, it to be right, a dead That right thing would have made it by like 60 or 73 yards, yeah. the fact that like, yeah. he made that. And, yeah, yeah so I think, I think Tucker's still the – I mean, he's the guy. He's going to be the, the face of kickers for a long time gone. Ku's doing, obviously, a great job. It's fun to watch him, and that's the only person really people in Atlanta really care about, like yeah. – Besides Bijan, and yeah. they, they don't even know how to use Bijan. So yeah. Bijan's used improperly, so Koo gets more run time because they yeah. get <laughs> <laughs> field goals exactly. on the red side. He's constantly kicking field goals. He's the face of the franchise. You know how you have the yeah. players on the tickets? They have young Oku on their first overall ticket. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of good kickers this year, and it's, it's exciting to see, at least from my perspective, watching that. And actually, I was, we were talking about Vinatieri. I was watching the Pat McAfee show earlier in the week. And they were talking about how I guess last week the balls were def- the kicker balls were deflated for the Patriots game and the Chiefs game, and so they were saying that's how why they missed it in the first half. Both of them did. Um, uh, the Bucker and uh, the the Ryland Patriot, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryland, the Patriot guy. And so <clears throat> they changed the balls out in the second half. But they were, Pat was talking about how Vinatieri for forty five minutes before the game would kick with a deflated ball. He'd kick it like six times or forty five minutes just to get used to that, and then. He went to the whole science of how the ball is supposed to be perfectly like scrubbed down, inflation, breaking the barrier to actually get the ball. It was, it was the most beautiful conversation. <laughs> my, talk about it. It my dad was like, "Is this true?" And I was like, "Dad, you don't even you have no <laughs> idea." This Here, is, <laughs> I have my own brush. Look at you brush out the I football. recommend everyone listen to Pat talk about that because it's, it's a science. It is. I love like the ball being like a freaking rock when I kicked it. That's it's totally true. They. The science mind is awesome, but we can go to the next game. It's, yeah, well, no, I mean, I think we talked about the Ravens enough. We don't have to talk about their no. game at all. Oh, no, 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 no,
I hate this shit. Um, football sucks. It's dumb. It's stupid. <laughs> I, I can't. All right. So it's one thing to get your ass kicked. It's one thing to get your ass kicked because you had people get hurt. But it's one thing to get your ass kicked and then have everybody get hurt. Irrelevant to the ass kicking itself. Yes. And that is what happened last night. Um, Brock had four picks. Obviously, like, not a good game from Brock. That's the worst game he's played in the NFL. Three out of the four picks weren't, like, horrible throws his fault. The first one was horrible. Yeah, you didn't even, um, see, you didn't even see that. It was just... I, I think that was the it, it was, it wrong was so, offensive play call, though. I think it's, uh, Kittle was running an out route. I think he was supposed to run a fade or a corner route. It, it was, you need to pin the safety. Debo in the, the, was the right, second yeah. read. If he was the first read, it was a touchdown. Like, and yeah. Aikman talking about the broadcast, but, like, Brock, that's, that was an abnormal Brock that doesn't happen. The other ones was just it. that one play then allowed the rest of the game for the Ravens defense to be as aggressive as they can yeah. be, and that allowed them to do that corner blitz on that screen. It happened to be the right play call at the right time. The tip happened to go into You're the right spot. You're just not used to that athletic, And it's just yeah. a few things, and you have the tip against Kittle. That it just There was all these things that like just spiraled, and this is – it was a game where it was similar to um, when Niners did this same thing except in reverse, to the Cowboys yeah. and the Eagles. And I was like, they're not that much better than either of those two no. teams. This is just a game that gets away from you. Yeah. This was one that happened that you watched. I mean, when your punter, my, my dad and I were talking about this earlier today, when your punter gets a, a necessary roughness late hit, that's when you know the game's just He's gone. an Aussie guy. He's, he's Aussie. Yeah. And I love Wisnowski. Like, it's great. It's just like, but that's when you know the game's getting away from you. It, it sucks. I really hope this team bounces back. Obviously, at the end of the game, we had, like, all of our own linemen hurt. It was insane. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like most of them are okay, and maybe it'll be short I think that was per- precautionary. It sounds yeah. like nothing long-term. Trent Williams is getting MRI today. As of right now, I don't know. He could be really, really it, hurt. It it's could be one of, it's one of those see, games but, where it's, like, uh, baseball or hockey where your starting pitcher or your goalie just gets lit up in the first period. And it's just... And you're just like, we have to pull you just... They, they, that's what Shanahan said to Brock, essentially. Brock, after Darnold led that touch and drive, was talking to him. I mean, they were both covering their mouths. I assume Brock was saying, like, hey, can I get back in? We're only down 10. I think that's uh, 14. Yeah, it's 14 or whatever. I think we can get back in. But, like, yeah. he's like, no, it's like, no, dude, we can't. Like, we can't. We don't want to break you anymore. Because all, all he had was a stinger. It was the same injury from the previous week, and it was another stinger. And he just kind of re-aggravated it a little bit. And like, he should be fine long-term. It's a little concerning if it keeps happening again. But, like, it, it's just a frustrating way. Because, like, when you look at the game, if you were to just look at the stats, Brock Purdy was the passing leader for the game. Christian McCaffrey was the rushing leader for the game. The receiving leader was Kittle. So the Niners had the leading stat getting every single one. But what what had happened, there was four turnovers. Yeah. And four turnovers on a short field. In yards gained, 420 for the Niners, 340 for the Ravens. And it was an ass-kicking for the Ravens. It was just they made the right plays at the right time. That's what good teams do. That Ravens team played very well. Lamar didn't have his best game, but he made the right plays at the right time. It's this. We give Tomlin a lot of credit. Tomlin's a great coach. I can be wrong. But what we think of Tomlin is – John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. John Harbaugh is, I think, the, the best coach in football. John right Harbaugh now. is Jim Harbaugh's ferocious mentality, but he actually has control he, over his emotions. And that's what that's what you need as a head coach. He creates he, advantages in two of the three paths of football, whether it's special teams and defense, offense yep. and defense, or offense. Well, he's a, he's a former he just, special teams he coach. He wins two of the three phases of football. But he's yeah. a former special teams coach, and he has the ability to coach the other two sides of yeah. it, which is very unique. But that special teams mentality can really permeate a team yeah. if you do it right. And like we saw it in high school. It's a real thing. Like Obviously, like it, it, it's something that you watch at the opening kickoff. I immediately went, oh, shit. Because the opening kickoff, 
we had uh, whatever Tylen, whatever Tylen Wallace, whatever yeah. their kick returner for the the Ravens. We had him stopped at the 15 yard line. He broke three tackles and yeah. ended up with a 30. Yeah, not a, that big of a play in the scheme of things. But you look at it, like that's at the no, tone for the game. No, it's toughness. Of, it's, it's a toughness and, factor. And like the Niners have done that to other teams. Yeah, exactly. The and Niners are usually teams, the bully, and they got bullied. And, and that's just like you hope that's just like a, we were getting too big for our britches, and we were six and a half point favorites. People reading. Their I, I think they, I think Vegas pumped them up a bit too much, and, and the, like, the Ravens knew that right away. You just hope it's a wake up call, yeah. and things switch around. And you know, if we, I really don't want to play them again, but. Obviously, if we play again with the Super Bowl, so that means good things yeah. happen, Ooh. and then we'll see what happens there. Yeah. I think it's probably not this much of a blowout again, even if the Ravens win no, handily. It's probably not much. Of a, it probably is the, a good game because before that one pick from Brock in the beginning of the game, the Niners were nothing. at halftime. The Niners are averaging nine yards a play, yeah. and the Ravens are averaging four yards a play, and it was penalties and turnovers that switched that game. So if you just clean up some of that stuff, um, and we get some of our other guys back healthy. Maybe it's a different game, but that was just painful to watch. And the, I don't know why the NFL wants to ruin all my holidays by putting Niners on major <laughs> holidays. It sucks. The, d- the difference yeah. from a, a neutral perspective here is Brock's a, a really, really good quarterback, and I'm not going to try and take away from him too much. But the issue is when you can get a rush on him and you take away the easy throws with anticipation. Not the easy throws of like, oh, this guy's wide open. Like his classic Debo like poster out of clear out where he's anticipating ahead and throwing them open. If you take that away with the best cornerback – and you make him go to a shittier, a less open option, he panics a little bit. And that happens with every quarterback. Dak has that exact same issue. It, I would disagree with you, but last last night was one That's of the That's the example, yeah. No, it's, it's not what, regular. What, what, what we were saying and what we were saying live, and I didn't watch the – like I'm not watching the All-22, but what really started to rattle him, which I think was different than most other teams, was uh, Jadavion Clowney getting his hands up. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily pressure in his face as it was. No, it's – He couldn't throw because there were people that were just – taller with their yeah. hands up in the air and that just made it tough where you have to then work around he's a driver he's not a, a lobber in terms of his throws there's a couple of plays where he was trying to force throw like that yeah. one screen or a bubble play where he threw, waiting for McCaffrey to get open he tried yeah. to thread that you know like that I don't even that's not that. that's like all he, Brock it wasn't does. a good throw yeah. but it also it, was, it, it worked it, but it was like a perfect he throw but he did not that. yeah but like that's, that's not what Brock Purdy's strength no. is though you don't want him what, to be doing what, that yeah. he made some of his classic throws where like the, the kittle there, there was a couple of the kittles where he yeah. w- he threw it before the break and exactly. way anticipated yeah. it right on the money in stride yeah. that's what he does perfectly and but the Ravens did a really good job they take away a lot of those and that's the thing where it's like okay you only have six or seven instead of fifteen Kyle Kyle is one of the best coaches in football. Like all these things he does amazingly well. One of the things that he doesn't do well is sometimes he gets stuck in his head about things that he wants to do in a game plan. His game plan was they're going to try to shut down the run. I'm going to let Brock cook. Yeah, it worked it, for a drive, and then he had one bad throw. He we, should have been going. He to was cooking that whole drive all the way down the field, and then we went, okay, we should have gone to Christian. It should have been a run play. Yeah. We should have started to run the ball, and then you watched that whole second quarter, and we started steaming back. Was run left, run right, run left, yeah. run left, run left. Boom, breaks a long one. We're done. Yeah. And like. The thing is, is Brock's played really, really well up until last night. He was the MVP favorite for a reason. Christian yeah. was second place, like, and then Lamar, like, those are the top three guys. Well, Lamar's yeah. now the betting favorite. I don't agree with that. Oh, I, I, I think, think it's, it's McCaffrey. It's McCaffrey. The issue is the Niners are going to shoot themselves in the foot because they had a huge push to get both in the conversation. Now you dried well, up some of that political capital. Well, and, and I get when, why they when, did it. And when you have a game where you, yeah, then you when you win like that, this you're was gonna be, this was the voters are going to remember Lamar having a good game, and that's going to be the one. Even though McCaffrey had a good game, they're going to remember Lamar. It's a quarterback yeah, award. It's, and, it's all and, that. And, and, most valuable quarterback. He's had a record, right, for most games consecutive over 100 yards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he had his – now he has uh, – He's tied for first. He has – He has touchdowns, most right? touchdowns. Well, he's still got two games left. Tyler, he has four less touchdowns than Lamar Jackson. 
He's as a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, it's he's, insane. He's, that's McCaffrey's a dog. Yeah, I actually McCaffrey, McCaffrey should have won a Heisman back when he was. He should have. Yeah. If he didn't play in the Pac-12, he would have won a Heisman. Yeah, yeah. but like the thing is, is like he also has got two more games, and he's going to have two thousand all-purpose yards more than likely at the end of the season. Which is is insane. he close to a thousand uh, receiving or no? Uh, he's, he's got like eight hundred. It's so. like thirteen hundred rushing something so rushing, like, and then he's got he's got he's almost got nineteen hundred. Total, yeah, right yeah. Totals. yeah it's unfortunate he's not gonna do a thousand a thousand but like still that's but he's having an amazing yeah. year and it's just like most running backs are killed to have 1300 yards in a season he's already gotten that and most running backs are killed to have 20 like, touchdowns in a two-year period it's just crazy <laughs> yeah, it's right? just, that's like a lot of money <laughs> he's having insane sense so like i get all of that it's just you know at some point you got to take what are your strength and you got to be able to mix it up a little bit and sometimes he gets too cocky when things are working his right way and like that yeah. was one where if we run the ball at the goal line, inside yeah. the red zone there. Yeah. I think we score a touchdown. I think that's a totally different game. The momentum of everything changes. The Ravens went three and out, and then we go on and score. Now it's like, okay, the whole perspective of that game shifts, how people are calling plays. Yeah. I thought after the safety that was going to be it too, and then we drove all the way down and then stalled. And it was just, there was a couple plays where it's like, man, if this just goes a little different, maybe it's a different trajectory. Yeah. But then give the Ravens the most credit. Like, they came in and they kicked our ass the rest of that two, game. Two. From, from after the second drive, the Ravens kicked our ass the rest of the game. Uh, two things on the Raven front real quick. Um, yes, we talk about um, the tush push uh, or the brotherly shove is an unstoppable play. Gus Edwards on the one-yard line on an age-back dive. It's just, yeah. you can't tackle him. Like, no one can tackle him. Yeah. The the Niners did everything right there, and he's still three yards deep into the end zone by the end of it. Yeah. Um, and two, we talked about this before we started recording, but it's definitely worth a call-out. How NFL GMs missed on Kyle Hamilton is baffling to me. Yes, he can't Thomas, play it. Thomas is so excited. He can't. He can't. He can't play. <laughs> TC3's not he here can't play elite cornerback, or he can't play elite safety. Oh, so he's a really good cornerback and safety, and you can use him in both combinations <laughs> yeah. whenever you want. And cycle your pressures yeah. and not tip your hand. Oh, weird. Well, that was why Fred Warner fell. Yeah, he was like, a nickel safety, and so they're like, "Oh, he can't play linebacker or yeah. safety." He's like, "No, he's actually really good." At he's both. really good. At <laughs> like, that means he's really good at both. Like great athlete. That means he, like he could also guard a receiver. So he can guard a tight end and a wide receiver in open field and go and stuff around. Like, oh, that means he's probably pretty good at football. Same thing. I, I mean, yeah. that was one of the most impressive defensive efforts I've seen. Um, it reminded me a lot of Charles Woodson at Michigan in terms of just doing everything. That He got knocked on his ass by Trent Williams on that interception on the bubble screen and still got up and caught it. Yeah. Like, how? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> Normally, when a guy like Trent Williams knocks me on my ass, I stay down. <laughs> like you're like, no, I'm good, yes, sir. sir. <laughs> it's, it's, yes, sir. <laughs> it's it's insane, and like, Did I you got prefer my, ass up. I got, I got my rant out. I got my rant out. Like I'm ready to be done, and we can move on to next week. But that was a that was a hell of yeah. a thing. Um, no, I, I think. You know, they obviously have their asses handed to them, but I, I mean, it's not one seed in the AFC versus the one seed in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, but they like. Four, five turnovers. They were the Niners were still driving towards you in that game, only being down two touchdowns. Like, I still think without if you take away three of those turnovers, I think you guys still win. Like, honestly, I it wasn't. I think the positive you could take is we we had five turnovers and we were only down two touchdowns, maybe a touchdown if we were able to convert at the end there. Like, it's not. It, that's the positive I'm trying to take out of it is yeah. like let's let's see what happens and like let's move along. But it just it would have been really nice to have that because then maybe then you can rest up because well, then you have yeah. the Commanders the next week. You should win that game and then, and then rest now up. Now you have week the one seed locked yeah. up. Now we got to go play the Rams. Yeah, it's at home, but you got to go play the Rams that are playing really hot and need that win to make the playoffs last week of the season. And then you know then you can get a chance. But now if you lose that game, now you're a two seed and we or maybe even a three seed potentially end up with the Rams again the next week. Like that's just. 
You don't like that at all, especially with the, yeah. the nagging injuries. The double bye would be huge. Would, yeah, it would, it would really – and my guess is we would still play people the first half and kind of uh, – I don't know about that. Just like, to get people in rhythm. But Yeah, like, maybe Brock, like McCaffrey would probably be There'd off. be a few. Yeah. Maybe they play a – it would be like yeah. a preseason game. Bosa would be off, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but well, well that's a – like see, I love seeing Darnold get a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, you got to feel good about your backup quarterback situation in case emergency. He wasn't right? great, but he wasn't horrible no, he at least. Well. And it was just like that's what you want from Darnold is just to give to get the ball. He looked he had great throws to Ayuk when he was in. Like Ayuk is phenomenal. It was, he doesn't get enough credit. Sam saying my sister's friend Katie. So if you ever want to get tickets out, I appreciate <laughs> it. it. It was it was pretty funny. Uh, my dad said earlier um, that he didn't recognize any Niner player anymore. He's no longer a Niner fan. And then when Sam Darnold came, he's like, that's Sam Darnold. (laughs) Fight on, baby. Um, All right, we'll get into our picks for next week. Um, I think we all were kind of in sync for a lot of these. A lot of these seem like obvious games. Um, The big one that I saw, Cam sent in his picks, um, and this is quarterback dependent. He uh, had the Panthers over. His might not be quarterback dependent. His might just be a bold call. Yeah, yeah, and that's something we'll have to clarify with him. But he had a. Panthers over the Jags. This is a does Trevor Lawrence play thing that I would, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I also have the Panthers over the Jags. If Trevor Lawrence plays, I think I pick the Jags. If not, I'm picking the Panthers. I don't know about that. Um, the Jags have just been playing ugly football. Yeah, but that's they, they also their backup is up against the wall. If Trevor Lawrence yeah. plays, you got to imagine that they're going to come out fighting. And the Panthers but aren't separate, a good team. Separate and they're shoulder. On the, they're on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, just, I get it. I get it. I get it. I just think so, the Jags have been playing so bad that it, it it's a toss-up game when it shouldn't be a toss-up game. That we're yep. even having this conversation, regardless of quarterback playing or not, is not where the yeah. Jags want them to be. Yeah, I, I guess I'll stick with the Jags. Everyone's taking the Panthers. I'll, I'll, I'll do the typical game. No, I, I have the Jags. Oh, I'm okay. picking the Jags. It's just I, I uh, could, I'll, if, I'll think about switching the Jags if Lawrence is playing. It depends on how yeah, I, 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 I reserve the right. I'm assuming Richard Lawrence is playing, and I reserve the right to change this if it's Beathard, but I am right now <laughs> picking the Jags. Um, the other one he had, which I, he may or may not be quarterback dependent on this one, he may or may not be sticking with the Titans over the, the Texans. This is the same one they played two weeks ago. Yeah. I've did this a lot where they had two, you know, two-week gaps. Um this is they've done it a lot this year. Huh? CJ Stroud may or may not play. We don't know. I don't know why they've done this this year like this, but they have. Um, it might be Ryan Tannehill instead of Will Levis too. So this is just a lot of quarterback up in the air. So my guess is is he's sticking with the Titans no matter what, and he thinks they're just a better team than the Texans. Just knowing Cam and his picks, I, I think it's like a false positive because the the Texans got curb stomped for lack of a better term last week. Yeah. The difference is the Browns defense is really really good. I'm not saying the Titans defense isn't good. They held the Seahawks to what 17 points. Um, no, it's twenty points. So, um, I think it's they're just not. They're just not as elite as uh, the Browns. I think yeah. I take the Texans on this one. And then uh, at home too. That's um, the only other one that I saw, and uh, we'll just make sure and double check to make sure we have anything different here. But um, the only one I saw different from mine was uh, Dolphins Ravens. Um, he took the Dolphins playing at the Ravens. Um, only thing I can think of is it's this is he's trying to gain some points back or. I mean, the Dolphins haven't, you know, they haven't played great. They haven't played horrible, I guess, the last couple weeks. But Ravens are going to have an emotional letdown game on a short week, and you just think you can kind of work your way through it. Um, I'll side with them. I'll take the Dolphins. It's not a bad – If Tyreek's healthy, I'll take Dolphins. That's just tough. It's that, That's a <coughs> tough game. Obviously, the Ravens just beat the shit out of the Niners and look yeah. really good. Right now, they should be the Super Bowl favorites, all of that. That's tough. Um, yeah, I mean, th- those are kind of the picks that we had different for the week. Yeah, it, it's interesting um, on Cam's board, obviously. Uh, I, I do think he he's made interesting calls here, but 
Um, he matches me on two that I'm a bit stunned on. Obviously, the first one's his Falcons against the Bears um, at Soldier Field. He took the, the mm-hmm. Bears. I do think the Bears are going to win that game. It's going to be an ugly game. It's going to be like a classic 24-21 or 17-14 yep. well. game. Um, but the bigger one for me is um, Colts-Raiders. Um, I took the Raiders as well, and I would have thought yeah, I Yeah, I, I, I want to take the Colts now that everyone's taking the Raiders. <laughs> nice things can't happen to me. Does that mean that we're fully in the I, I think we're fully week? locked, yeah. <laughs> I have you all run through it. I got Browns, Cowboys. Well, good news is, is I still got some weeks to catch up to you here because uh, I got one more regular season than playoffs. Right? I'm sure we'll find something. In the I'm next only two one weeks. Yeah. yeah. So I got Browns, Cowboys, Buffalo, Chicago, Raiders, Rams, Eagles, uh, Tampa Bay, Niners, Carolina. So Jacksonville, Carolina is a pivot. Uh, Baltimore, Houston, Seattle, Denver, Kansas City, Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, I don't know. That's going to be the tough part. Um, the other game that I think was interesting, we're all in the Cowboys. I think we all think they're the better team. The question just becomes... It's the home field is what's getting me. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's home field. And, like, I don't know. Like, it's the Cowboys play different at home, obviously, but the, the Lions, as much as they're great, the way they win this game is their offensive line takes over. It's the running. You, run you, the you, play, you play the Buffalo tape yeah. over and over, and you look at whatever is going right on the Buffalo yep. right side of the line. Yep, and then the other side of this, uh, the last game that I think is worth mentioning is Seahawks-Steelers. Thank you. Um, The Seahawks are the better team. They are at home in that environment, but we just talked about Mike Tomlin being Mike Tomlin. He does Mike Tomlin things. Um, If Mason Rudolph's starting again, I just can't imagine him doing well in a hostile environment. I'll take Steelers. (laughs) The Seahawks need to win that. It's possible, but... Seahawks have yeah. looked great, but that team has too much talent to not be a decent to a good team. No, I don't screw with that, yeah. And, like, they're 8-7 and seven right now. They could easily end up 10-7, and seven, which is about what I thought they'd be at the end of the year. I think they win this game. They're right in the middle of the playoff mix. Uh, right now it's Rams-Seahawks is the 6-7. That probably ends that way as well. Um, maybe flipped, maybe not, but those are probably the two that make it. Um, the only other teams that have a chance are Vikings-Packers. And those two teams play they each play other. They play each other, so they cannibalize. Yeah, yeah it kind of gets cannibalized. One of them gets the advance, but then the issue is, do the Packers close out against the Bears Week 17? Yeah. Or do the Vikings get a, a lucky count? Or the Bears' uh, daddy, of course we close Yeah, out. well, no, obviously that helps, but the, like, the way the Rams you need get, to win both. <laughs> the way the Rams get bounced is if like the Packers can win out like that, where yeah. the Vikings beat this game and then also beat the, Lions, the Lions because the Lions are resting. the Rams have to play the Niners week 18. If the Niners lose the, or the Rams lose the Niners, if, then I don't know if tiebreakers work out. It's just it's weird If you're in that thing. fringe back three that might make it like the first up-and-comer from the wild card to the last two, you're hoping the divisional leaders close out this week. Yeah. Um, so those one, two, three seats sit, so they sit their players the next week. Yeah. The worst thing that happens is, say, the Cowboys win and the, the Eagles win, there's still a possibility of the Cowboys getting the one seed, so they play their players, and then the Eagles play their players, so on and so forth, and it creates a giant, okay, everyone's playing their players. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what the NFL wants, obviously, but there's there's a significant chance that after this, and we'll find out, obviously, after this week, it's pretty much going to be cut and dry. If you win, you get this. If you lose, you get this. Yeah. But there might be a couple spots that are locked up. If somehow the Cardinals can pull off a win against the Eagles and Dallas beats Detroit, the Niners just have to beat the Commanders, and they're the one seed. So like that, that, that's like a, yeah, not that much of a long shot because Detroit-Dallas is going to be a good game, I think. But, you know, there's a chance you need the Cardinals to pull off an upset in Kyler Murray. There's a chance that more than likely that one seed is going to come down to Week 18. And then the other side, if the Ravens win, they're the one seed. And then now 
Dolphins Bills. Yeah, that winner of that game gets that exactly. Seed, and the other so one's it, gonna it's go a ripple this. effect. Yeah, it just like continues to happen. It just kind of keeps going that way. So um, we'll we'll see how this goes. It'll be interesting to see. My guess is is they're gonna put the Sunday night game as Bills Dolphins, assuming that the Dolphins lose to the Ravens and the Bills yeah, win the, this week because that would be winner wins the division. The Steelers Ravens one's gonna get bumped. Whenever I that is, I can't imagine because it's not like. The Ravens would already be in. Yeah. The Steelers might already be eliminated by that point, so yeah. you have to imagine. Um, but that's they always try to find like a win and end game as Sunday night, and so mm-hmm. that's a game where they're both in. But a winner gets the division. That would be a that would be a game they'd be salivating over, I think for sure. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I guess what happens as things go. Um, that's kind of it for the rest of that week. I don't know unless you guys have anything else you wanted to to share. Go pack, go. Um, thanks for being with us this week. Uh, I know it was a little bit of a longer one, but it was a good one. Uh, thanks, Tyler, for uh, coming by and giving us your your uh, expertise. Um, we'll see what happens this week. We're almost almost to playoffs. Been a long year. Yeah. See you, everybody.